I guess that's what's, what robots are for, like to do the uh, boring job and live the creativity for humans. Yeah. So let's go do something creative. <laughs> Welcome back, dear listeners. Here we go again with another episode for Discover Team Podcast. Um, I hope you've been missing us because we've definitely been missing you. It took us like a hot minute to get together and sit down to record this episode. So today we'll be discussing this buzzworthy topic that has been on everybody's lips ever since it appeared. Chat GPT that has taken the world by storm. And I think it's safe to say that it has been a game changer in language teaching and learning as well. But the question is, does it truly live up to the hype? So what do you girls have to say? I mean, like for me, it has definitely become my uh, go-to like tool for uh, correcting mistakes or uh, beautifying what I write, what I say. So yeah, I am constantly using it like every single day. For your like learning purposes or um, when you have... It depends for both, for teaching and learning, like um, to reformulate, rephrase some sentences, some instructions, commands, or something that I'd like to say in a different way. So, yeah, I think we'll get to it, like how exactly we use it. But yeah, just to start with, I do use it and I'm a big, big fan. Yeah, a lot of way can just turn, you know, a piece of chopping writing into something decent. Though I can't say that I have a lot of problems with my writing, though it's nice that you can just cut corners when you're not in the right mood, yeah, when you're running out of steam. Yeah, so that's a great tool. Though, you know, every time I'm using it, I feel like I'm, I'm you know, it steals a piece of my soul. You know, like I'm wow. having like this, you know, situation when I instead of working myself I kind of resorting to a tool which does does the the work instead of me yeah well uh, I gotta tell that definitely it's taken my mm, prep, material preparation to the new level so I don't have to put as much thought as um, it used to be like I remember um, getting ready with that upper intermediate course that uh, we have and it took me like ages to come up with sentences to look through all those different online dictionaries and now it's all in one place basically yeah so I don't have to um, spend hours looking for the sentence that gets the word just right yeah, so honestly, it's been a lifesaver when it comes to getting ready to classes. And um, like as as I go about it and I start like kind of developing a knack for uh, giving it instructions and asking for what exactly I need or paraphrasing my own instruction, it comes up with even better resources. So yeah, I've been toying with it ever since uh, I finally managed to get my hands on it. And yeah, I think my life will never be the same. <laughs> um, yeah, agreed. Like, um, just imagine how many things now we have at our disposal. But at the same time, every time you spot a mistake there, it gives you like this inner ouch, right? Because you've been like, probably at some point you just trust it so much. You kind of overlook certain red flags, certain just mistakes, errors, which come up along the way. And we have to keep our eyes peeled. Yeah, I just want to give this warning. Yeah, so because uh, more often than not, like, for example, when I 
um, check some words. There are some exa examples which are not exactly hidden in the mark, yeah, which are not on spot. Right. Right. And it's um, sometimes it's hard to get what you want, like to explain what you want. Uh, for instance, I was checking, I don't remember what exactly it was, but I was checking some prepositions, like some phrasal verbs. And um, uh, there were two verbs with different prepositions, and it would give me the exact same definition saying that, see, they are different. And I'm like, but no, you're saying the same thing. And we were going like back and forth, me trying to I didn't find the truth, uh, but then I had to, well, look it up in the dictionary because it was providing the exact same uh, definition in example sentences. And I was like, but then what's the difference? And it was like, but yeah, see, they are different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there is kind of uh, this underbelly of AI. <laughs> Yeah. You know what? I remember like first few days when I was extremely crazy about using it and I was uh, on my on my laptop for like for the better half of the day and my husband he was like what is it? Why are you so uh into it? And I told him like it's unique like you have never seen anything like that and just so you know he works in agriculture and he's like okay prove to me that that's unique I'm gonna ask a question and I'm like expecting to hear the answer so the questions were about agriculture and the answers that AI came up with were like so superficial and so generic and so he's like oh my god that's not even an answer so I think that proves that um like this platform is mostly for generating texts yeah but it's not for looking for information for not like even though I did ask it some grammar questions like oh is it correct is it commonly used and I guess that it sifts through like um, a lot of different examples and it gives you the answer but we still have to yeah keep like a discerning eye or still keep a critical eye yeah and double check everything because there's also this thing the confidence that it gives you answers with like here's the only correct answer and I I tend to fall for it I'm like oh that's correct but yeah. once you start digging deeper yeah because it's a, like a computer right <laughs> because like we're used to for example spell check yeah if you see your word being underlined, okay, you can probably think it's probably some, it has something to do with American British spelling, but in general, we'll trust blindly. Yeah, the same with the text coming out of, you know, some gizmo, some kind of, you know, uh, superior creature, which you think AI is, yeah, because it kind of possesses all this data, it has all the data, yeah, which can, you know, be thrown into the mix, right? Yeah, and like it's like it creeps its way into the classroom, into your lesson preparation, and they think, how did I live before? Like, like with the spell check, I'm such a terrible speller right now. I can't spell like like I remember like you know racking my brains over you know the words of disease, right? Because <laughs> I was like, how do I spell that? Yeah, it's terrible. And the same with uh, ChatGPT, you become so reliant on it that you. Yeah, it's just you have this urge to check everything or to come up with some beautiful, you know, kind of definition right away instead of, you know, doing the work yourself, right, and challenging yourself. This is kind of scary a little bit because maybe I, I sound like a Luddite, but I feel like, you know, 
yeah i just getting really kind of lazy about my work right and like it's a nice segue to another issue i wanted to bring up uh that is i feel like it's sort of fits my insecurities because uh I also I'm never sure I'm never confident in my spelling so like before ChatGPT, I would just google it uh and it would be correct but these days I feel this urge to check everything again every single word yeah. uh and uh, you mentioned disease my uh like this problem trouble word was uh consistency and I would check it because I would use it every single day and then I would check it every single day. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I know what you're talking about, but with spelling, it's only like one little part. And here, um, I think like we even go overboard with it. Like that, uh, the thing that you mentioned, yeah, absolutely. Like whenever I need to come up with an instruction to the task, I would like uh, look through the picture, look through the pictures and match them with the words. But I'm like, hmm. Can it be so said better? Yeah, yeah. Like maybe I could run it through chat GPT and find mm -hmm. out a better option. So first of all, okay, let's face it. Uh, it's just a task for God's sake. Why do I need to, um, you know, beautify it, embellish it, uh, use better language yeah. for it? And second of all is that, yeah, this constant feeling that chat GPT can do it better. It might, as you said, feed into our insecurities. Like, and I've had quite a few classes uh, recently for some reason. You know that in our Discover Your Fluency Advanced, we have a class on AI, oh. and ob obviously the uh, like the topic of GP GPT um, like came to light, and we started talking about it. And I had a feeling that there were teachers who had like a lot of hope that it's gonna like you know facilitate their work that. They will have to do not, not exactly nothing, but still uh, spend less time uh, on preparation or something. And there were others um, for whom it was a source of fear and anxiety. Yeah. And uh, the main thing was that they believe that this chat GPT will be uh, rendering teachers obsolete. So there will be no need for it. How do you feel about it? Yeah, I actually like preparing for the uh, for this podcast. Uh, I watched a few videos, and some of them were like, "Are we gonna lose our jobs to AI?" Uh, mm -hmm. And then uh, there was this one video uh, when the guy was uh, talking about ChatGPT, uh, and the reasons he was providing, like for I don't know, ChatGPT taking over teaching uh was that yeah it can give you grammar explanations but then uh when he actually showed a few examples the thing is uh it does give you grammar explanations for instance you um uh, put in a piece of text and you say please make some corrections and explain why like the things are wrong and then it does make the corrections but the explanations are very basic it's like uh like the way many native speakers say it, it doesn't sound natural. Or in such cases, present perfect is most commonly used. And you're like, okay, and like, then what? <laughs> and what do I do with this information? And then you sort of have to look deeper, look into it, and still do your research. Yeah, because life is kind of always bigger than some framework. Yeah. 
and some instructions. So you need this real interaction in order to you know just to wrap your tongue and brain around the language you're learning. Right. And I, I just wanted to add something to uh, the, the, the thing we were talking about before. I always find myself, you know, just going down this chat GPT kind of hole, you know, because like trying like fixated on checking every single word or preposition or uh, article. This is like the things I I, I kind of in this, you know, ter terrible dread of messing up. Yeah. And I like in search of this kind of solace, kind of, you know, uh, this power which would point at my mistakes, you know, no matter what, like, it's so, it's like this dream about having this, um, I don't know, oracle, which could, you know, be very precise about the mistakes you're making, because, you know, when you even talk uh, to a native speaker about an article or a preposition, they say, hmm, I'm not really sure about this case, yeah, it's kind of dubious, it can be, it can go both ways, yeah. Yeah, and it's frustrating. So, you know, you need one precise answer. And it, it feels like I have this fantasy that ChatGPT can provide me, can, can feed me yeah. this answer. Yeah. Right. And as for teachers, yeah, I think it's just, you know, uh, having this tool on our hands, it just raises the bar higher uh, in terms of what we, what falls, you know, into this category of being a teacher. It's not just someone who comes up with some algorithms and provides like materials for the class and guides you through these materials. Probably this is a person who's more like a, you know, someone who supports you, someone who uh, picks up on some vibes and, you know, some problems you have, right? So it becomes a more multifaceted kind of job, in my opinion. Totally. Um, here, I'm absolutely with you. Uh, it's just that, you know, you were describing the situation when you would turn to ChatGPT to, you know, clarify things. And I always felt that I I needed that single person, that one person. Uh, and not a single native speaker could um, fill in this void, like exactly. do that for me. Yeah. First of all, because they don't know. <laughs> Let's face it. Exactly. Like, uh, and I get so many, get asked so many questions during our classes, you know, like uh, what is that, which is more natural, which preposition should go there? I'm like, how do I know? Yeah, like just leave me alone, right? Like I remember one of my friends who is American, he asked me, what's the difference between, in Russian, like uh, fabrika i zavod? And I was like, okay. <laughs> I have like zero idea what the difference is. Probably the size, but I'm not sure. And imagine them being in this situation every single time. Yeah. And what ChatGPT is using is just the data which was, you know, generated by people. Mm -hmm. So basically we come we just come down to this people kind of thing. And there is no difference, right? Yeah, we will never have access to that much information just because this is a human brain and there is only so much it can take. Yeah, um, mm -hmm. and talking about teachers, I love your take on um, like that there's more to a teacher than just being a font of knowledge. So like we're not walking dictionaries. We've never been like not a single teacher can possess the knowledge of a dictionary but sometimes maybe we fall into this trap or maybe students believe that the teacher should know everything so I'm just going to ask them this question so oh, I yeah. feel like all the time <laughs> so, so now we have chat GPT for it even though we should have a critical eye but we could um, like redirect students 
to that very platform. Like, there it is. Ask a question. And, and then they will kind of, oh, and ChatGPT came up with this answer. Do you think it's correct? what is your take on that and then like and then it asks like the student asked chat gpt again and again and like back to you (laughs) yeah absolutely but i think the uh, the where it comes from this idea that people will be like uh teachers will be replaced by chat gpt and uh nobody will ever um get our services is pro- probably comes from this notion that the teacher is there to give you information and this is it. Yeah. But as you said, like we're also, we sometimes need to give them pep talk and we like, we know our students' story. We know like um, what they've been through. We can make it personalized. We can like cater to every single individual. We can adapt. We can like, you know, create an inclusive atmosphere, something that ChatGPT yeah. will never be able to do right yeah and also like protect like what i think is important now as we all kind of overwhelmed with the information around us yeah uh protect students from the unnecessary information like cherry pick something they need to study right now because mm-hmm. that's what i'm struggling with when i uh self-study yeah i i want to fathom like the unfathomable and this is impossible. And I have just so much bandwidth in my head, right? And that really helps when I get someone who can, you know, just prioritize certain things for me when I'm just a beginner in this field. Yeah. Like, I mean, you're an experienced English teacher. I mean, you know the um, nitty gritty of the process, you know, how to exactly. teach yourself a language. And you say that you feel overwhelmed with all that information. So, so what is there yeah, to yeah. say about people? either English or another skill I'm uh, like trying to learn yeah like for example I'm taking singing classes right now and I just try to you know to look at the videos on YouTube like what I have there and I realize I don't want to mess up with my head right now because I have my teacher my guide who can you know set the right tone and uh, choose the certain path for me. And I trust this person. And if I go myself into, you know, this jungle, I'm gonna be lost at some point and I be out of steam. Uh, but then that rem- uh, reminds me of another thing that I saw in one of the videos, I think, uh, that ChatGPT or another AI tool can actually create a learning path, like a learning program for you. Uh, and I haven't tried that out. I don't know like what sort of path it is and uh, how reliable it is. Uh, I don't know in terms of like cipher level or whatever. And personalized. But, yeah, and personalized. Yeah, but again, uh, I guess it depends on the prompt. Like uh, if you specify, if you really, really specify the prompt and what you want to get, perhaps it might get closer to what a teacher can do uh no i don't believe in that because like you know half like more than half of our communication is not verbal and it deals only with this verbal kind of surface of our communication which is actually just scratching it yeah what about like some other like your emotions your body language like so many things like your mood today yeah Mm-hmm. And the thing is that I guess that a lot of people, yes, you were right about writing the right prompt and like asking the right questions. 
a lot of people have no idea, like when you start working with a person, you probably can back me up here. People say like, I want English because I need to. And then later, if you, as you start talking, it turns out that this is not the like underlying reason. And so once you build this, um, you know, like course structure for yourself with chat GPT and you keep following it, but something's still not uh, right. I mean, how will you be able to, so you still need another person who will like walk you there, who will guide you, who will tell you that maybe we should reconsider. And this is something that AI will never ask. Like, are you sure that's what you want? <laughs> are you sure. sure? Like, you know, no, it, it never questions uh, your prompts that you're writing. Yeah, let's just divert from the initial plan and sit on this issue a little bit longer or just yeah you completely change the track because you've changed like your i don't know it just feels wrong on some level sometimes it's inexplicable right when something is wrong so absolutely or, so mm -hmm. but i love about this uh, input thing you're right it's uh kind of i know key to success whatever you're trying to get out of the this machine yeah you have to know how to come up with the right input, right? Yeah, um, I just, I, I, again, I've talked about ChatGPT with a lot of teachers and some of them are like in two minds about using them or maybe they gave it a try, but they didn't see the value and why is it so oh, touted? Really? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, probably you need to experiment a little bit more. You need to get to ask asking the right question and it will blow your mind. Yeah, but some people were like, oh, why would I? You know, this website Twee, yeah, that also um, yeah. have been like has been the talk of the town lately. So people prefer to use it. But for me, like it's much easier to use ChatGPT because I can tweak my own uh, like questions uh, rather than it's like very cookie yeah. cutter. Yeah, like just yeah, yeah. It's kind of reeks of AI. You can uh, immediately spot it, right? This frames like, have you ever experienced and how have you like how did you handle the situation? Like think question every time. Yeah. yeah. So so I'd say that uh, I'm not threatened by Chat GPT. Um, yeah, not not at all. I view it as like something that can help me a land in hand when it comes to classes, but it can also like help students. Like, but I I feel like teachers we have to um, show them. Uh, all the possibilities like for example if there's something you're studying at uh, like in the classroom or uh chat gpt can become a great study buddy like if you really think about it like ask me question using present perfect yeah or um let's have a discussion in um, i don't know in the store so i want to buy a book uh, you're the salesperson i'm the uh, like I'm yeah, the customer. yeah yeah like scenarios right some life yeah. scenarios yeah, you can recreate for yourself for sure. For sure, it's a great tool. Like, you know, like a treadmill, right? Mm -hmm. Just basically need to uh, repeat something like thousand times, and you know, to the point when it comes out, like rolls off your tongue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't need a real person for that. No. Yeah, and another thing I love about ChatGPT is that uh, you can adjust it this register so you can ask it to be more formal or yeah. uh, more or like friendlier or uh i don't know uh to make your piece sound more engaging so this is something that is super handy and uh that is harder to find somewhere else 
Because like if you Google, mm -hmm. Google things and uh, you're like, what's a formal way to say this? It's going to take you ages. But with ChatGPT, it's super fast because it's got this all this data uh, mm -hmm. right there. Right. I think another thing that has become like a piece of cake is using authentic materials with lower levels. Like because uh, a lot of people would say, teachers would say that, uh, oh, that's easy for you to say you're teaching advanced. So you just take an article and bring it to the classroom. But I have like B1 student levels. They won't be B1 level students. They won't be able to understand the article. These days, you just take the article and say, uh, make it appropriate for B1 level. And that's it. Or you can say, like, make it shorten the article. Like if it's too long for your classroom, make a summary of the article. Um, simplify it yeah uh, another thing that I tried a few times and I loved it is um, like answering the question or saying something uh, as if you it is that kind of person like as if you're Steve Jobs yeah, or yeah. as if you tried it too didn't yeah, you but like it? it was a little bit like uh, not up to the par exactly so I was a little bit like underwhelmed by the result but it's it's fun to play around with it. What I like is to um, ask it to explain some difficult concept in easy terms. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, when you have like, you know, you have this all weird topics in your student books, especially they love such topics with teenagers. And you want to just educate yourself on certain things. Yeah, not to come across as someone who lives under a rock. <laughs> and yeah, it's cool. It takes a minute and then you get this perfectly, you know, per, like short text, which encompasses some tricky concept. So yeah, it's like clear, you know, uh, approach, especially it comes in handy when it comes when it comes to this approach. So uh, you know what it reminded me of? Um, have you watched this TV series Ted Lasso? I tried to, but well, what I did and wait for it until uh, you get my point. So what I'm trying to say is that that person uh, had zero knowledge of uh, soccer, basically. Mm -hmm. And he came to train to coach uh, soccer players, being like an American football coach. And I mean, this is just, I think this is just explains the thing. You don't, there's more to a teacher and because he had this, his human potential, you know, he, a human element to being a teacher because he managed to. Um, by being enthusiastic and by building rapport like among the players to actually win quite a few games not everything but still so being good at your subject and knowing it like inside out and like for example uh, chat gpt does it practically knows uh, our subject which is language yeah inside out much better than uh, we do but still i feel like it's not enough to motivate a person or to keep them working when their motivation wears off yeah totally um because it, it goes down to this you know difference between hard skills and soft skills right so yeah. there's more to like to teaching in terms of uh soft skills but also i thought about the language probably it knows the language inside out but it's this kind of language which uh doesn't have any face on it right so when you think about your language you want to kind of match it to your persona right create some sort of you know identity um and it doesn't mean that you have to use like all like all possible idioms like left right and center it means that you have to pick yours 
find your go-to phrases, uh, something which would, you know, go well with, like, the way you ex express your emotions. And you can probably use a person as your role model, yeah? And get this knowledge, this kind of their approach, the way they go about the language, rub off on you. So that's what I find valuable when I, for example, pick someone who I want to study from, yeah? Do I vibe with this person on a, like how many levels? Yeah, that's so important. And I can't get that from, a, from the machine, no matter how smart it is. Right. That's actually a very good point because uh, like uh, when I asked ChatGPT to paraphrase something, it still, uh, well, hardly ever lives up to my expectations because I still have to personalize it because I know this is not something I would say. Yeah. Uh, like it picks some great vocabulary and uh, I would use that vocabulary, but then I would make my own sentence because uh, that's just who I am. And uh, yeah, you're totally. totally. I think that um, like everybody comes to this understanding at some point. So at first, like when you are, uh, studying for an exam like if you like the more vocabulary the better because I need to impress the interviewers or whatever but uh, for now I feel like I'm in such a good place with my English where I don't need to impress anyone I can just basically um, use the phrases that I feel like using that I want to use and yeah well chat GPT can be a useful tool here yeah to give you some ideas or take you yeah. Have you heard that you can also, Nina, for example, take your own article that you've written, you can run it through ChatGPT and ask it to analyze your style. I and tried. then try. I tried. No, didn't it, it work? Didn't I never work. Tried. It was some uh, gibberish, honestly. It was like, uh, it didn't get probably my instruction was lousy, but I was using like this instruction I came across on the internet. And it was just coming up with some alike, like kind of text like trying to paraphrase my ideas rather than my style. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's not all, it's cracked up to be in the end. <laughs> and yeah, I just lost my train of thought. I was I was like, you kind of inspired me some, something, but okay, it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. So guys, our verdict. So will we keep using uh, ChatGPT? Should we be sure. threatened or intimidated? Totally. Well, no, I don't just did with one eye open. <laughs> okay. uh, I don't think any teacher should feel intimidated by ChatGPT because, well, there's this human factor and it will it won't go anywhere. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's a super handy tool and. Totally. Uh, I'm sure when the calculator was in, invented, math teachers thought we're dumb. We're dumb. Yeah, we're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but they're still there. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I remember what I wanted to add uh, on the instructions. Like it's just a little hack. When I check some word, I ask for like the meaning, the sentences, collocation, and collocations, and also like other related idioms. And it provides like a few idioms which you, I would never like come across like while reading something like it, they just new brand new and it's it's cool like it's just expanding in general like the pool yeah and my knowledge yeah so I could spot them further on when I just read some text or listen to something mm -hmm. yeah 
cool have to give it a try so guys I, I feel like it's legitimate to be enthusiastic about this uh whole new thing about new technology and but it's still important to take a step back from it uh analyze it with a critical eye and for now i'd say that yeah we all agree that there's nothing to be scared of and we just have to make better use of it yeah exactly it frees up so much you know like brain juice and uh being like this desire to be creative to uh step out of this cocoon like because we are running through emotions with all the preparation and stuff yeah and it's a great chance to just channel this energy into something creative yeah mm -hmm. and i guess that's what's what robbers are for like to do the <laughs> uh boring job and live the creativity for humans yeah, so let's go do something creative then while GPT is uh, writing lesson plans for us. Yeah. Thank you. I actually was uh, really interested to know what you think. And I, because I told you that I heard a lot of people expressing their concern about ChatGPT, I feel like I hope that this uh, episode of this podcast will put them, put their minds at ease. And uh, yeah, they will be more motivated about trying to use it. Okay. The end? I just, I didn't know where to we start. We didn't say bye. We, we didn't. Say bye. Oh, let's say, let's say bye. Hey, it was a great pleasure to, it's a great pleasure for us to be like, you know, here and knowing that you're listening to us. So bye and see you next time. Stay tuned. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Come on, just add some, add some, you know, failures like, whoops, it's okay.